Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How are you? So happy to have you here today. Flying so quickly toward uh, what has come up. First holiday of the season, right? It, 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 is it a holiday? Halloween? It's a fat holiday for me. Every time I get to Halloween, I, I know that's the official kickoff of me gaining weight for the holiday season. Not this year. I just lost 40 pounds. I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm. I'm not going to do it again. How am I going to do that? Well, it's going to be using my habits. Not the big list of habits you have, but some minimum habits. And we'll talk about that today. Most people I know, the success you want is going to come from habits that become rituals that you do every single day. But a lot of folks are trying to do too much. It's really very simple. You need to pull back, pull back, pull back. Don't believe me? We'll talk about that today on today's show. All right. Hmm. You know, when I look back on my life, and, and maybe you do as well, there are times in your life when things just worked really, really, really well, and you got stuff done. There were times when everything fell apart. Now, when we're in transition, when we're going from, here I am today, and this is what I want to do tomorrow, there's this big void in the middle. That's kind of scary, isn't it? But I have learned over time that, when I had a, a ritual, when I had things I did every single day, and I'm not a guy that likes rituals, honestly, for the first 46 years of my life, I wasn't into rituals. I was into make it up and go, just <laughs> do my thing, right? And then I met my wife, Joy, who is completely ritualistic and just, you can set your watch by her every single day. And I began to fall into that routine like 15, 16 years ago. It wasn't terrible in the beginning, but I was much more erratic. Not anymore. I'm so ritualistic now. I do certain things every single day just simply because even if I'm bored, it's the right thing to do. You just walk through a certain habitual routine and life makes sense. Now, here's the other thing as we get into the show today. When you form a habit, good habit, bad habit, doesn't really matter. We can generate new ones. We can break old ones. We can do that. How do you, by the, let's get off on that. How do you break a bad habit? How do you do that? You know how? Think about it for a second. How do you do it? Raise your hand if you need to. Okay, you in the back. What's that? Yeah, you're right. You create a new habit. So rather than focus, remember where your focus goes is where your actions go. It's what you do. Your mind's going to go there. Whatever you focus on, you're going to get. If you focus on breaking your bad habit, you're going to keep that bad habit because you're focused on it. However, if you focus on the new habit, the thing you want to be doing, the new ritual you want to install in your life, and you just force yourself, just the bad habit shows up, that's, nope, I do it this way. You go do that. Eventually, you're going to chip away at that identity, the old one, and the bad habit's going to disappear and you're going to have the new habit. Is that how you think? You should now. You know, motivating ourselves to reach goals, it's kind of a never-ending process, and, and it kicks into high gear this time of year, for sure. Uh, if you're a high achiever, if you're a high-performance individual, as we get into November, I know what you're doing. I can read your mind. It's the biggest month we have for coaching sales in November, and even into December. But these are high-performance individuals who are planning next year now. They're not waiting until December 31st to plan. So it's kicking into your big time. If you want to be a high-performance individual, I suggest November 1st, you sit down and you start planning next year. Get it out of the way, figure it out, and then go enjoy the holidays and start January 1st or earlier if you want to. So most folks, 
have a long list of new routines they want to do. They want to put them in place, habits they want to put into place, but it may be too long. So many years ago, when I decided to control my life, I decided to control my mornings. Talked about that a little bit yesterday, doing the most important thing that I can do in the morning when I wake up. Literally getting out of bed, and I just start into the habits. Now, while I had great intentions, I, I often find myself floundering and, and, and focused. Why is that? I realized that the habits I was trying to establish had no real meaning to me other than checking them off my list. Again, back to the most important thing you can do in the morning. If it has no real meaning, then don't have it on your list. Just get it off your list and put the meaningful things there. Is it get up and go to the gym? Is it get up and walk the dogs like I do? Is it get up and, and eat well? Is it get up and kiss your wife good morning and goodbye when she goes off to the gym? What is it that you do every single morning that is important that you do? Instead of sitting in front of your computer and checking Facebook. Instead of feeling motivated and inspired, sometimes you can get bogged down. And, and when it happened to me, I decided I want to make things easier and simpler. I didn't want to be bogged down anymore. My number one value these days is choice. And choice for me is never to be bogged down, never to feel like I'm in neutral, never to feel like I'm in a rut, never to feel like I'm flailing trying to get what I want. It's having the choice and the means to go after it and do what I want. So these days when it comes down to habits, and this is what I really want to talk to you about today, I want you to think about the minimum viable habits that you have in your life right now. The minimum What I mean by that is of everything that you do that is good for you and, okay, let's play, it's bad for you. All these things you're doing on autopilot that you're like, why did I do that? Or I'm glad I do that. Which one is it? What minimal viable habits do you have in your life today that are getting you what you want, that are delivering the results you want in your life? So think about that for just a moment. I mentioned a couple of things. Are you getting up at a certain time of the day? Is it serving you? It did not serve me to get up at five o'clock in the morning like everybody said for me to do. I didn't like it. It felt like I had to get up and go to work right away. I didn't like it. It serves me to get up at 6.45. I'd use my Apple Watch, which I don't have on today, to nudge me. What do they call it? A heptic? Is that what they call it? It it vibrates and it wakes me up at 6.45. It serves me. It's easy. I get out of bed and I very quickly take a shower because that's what I do. It serves me because I feel at nighttime. And I walk the dogs right away. Minimal vile habit. Then I come into my office and play around a little bit. Get some stuff done. Then I head to the gym. That's minimum for me. That covers a lot of bases. And there's so much more I could do. So for you, start in the morning and say, what are the minimum viable habits you need to have in your life to get what you want? What are those habits? Is it doing what I just said? Getting up at a certain time? Is it? Do you brush your teeth? That's a habit. Do you even think about it? Probably not. It's a routine now. So look at your list of things you're doing every single day. And if you don't have a list, make a list. Pull out a piece of paper and write down all the things you're doing habitually all day long because that's what you do. It's me. It's who I am. Don't stop me. It's how I identify myself. I do this because is it serving you, man or woman? Is it serving you? You are overcomplicating your life. I can guarantee it. Why? Because everybody overcomplicates their life. This is a world built on overcomplicating your life. There's 7.3 billion people on this planet, a lot of them with a microphone, a podcast, a YouTube channel, and and a website, each and every one of them trying to give you more stuff to do. I may be, and thank God it's me, the only person on the planet is trying to give you less to do. It's trying to say, pay attention to the stuff that you got going on. Is it serving you? And if it is, lock it in. But keep the list really small, really, really short. Because when you do that, you can create whatever you want to create in your life. 
I know it's simple when you think about it like this, but I also know how busy your life is. I know you have kids. I know you're going to school. I know you're studying. You send me notes all the time about all the studying you're doing, the PhDs and masters and MBAs you're working on. A lot of folks are going to the gym, working out, trying to find a way to get that workout in. Got to raise those kids, got to serve the boss, got to keep your refrigerator filled, got to go to the grocery store and figure out how to afford to buy everything. I get it. And you'll learn this as you get a little bit older. Very little matters in this life. Very little matters in this life. Everything else is just eye candy. It's just here for a moment, a time, a season, and then it passes into something else. And the longer you're around, the longer you live, the longer you'll see that. The more you work hard to get success and achieve your goals, the more you'll realize that most of the stuff that people tell you to do, most stuff you think you ought to do, most of the stuff you have done, not required. Minimal. Viable. Habits. That's what's required. But tomorrow, there's, I like to help others. Do you? There's three steps to doing it. I'm going to teach you a very simple way to help people tomorrow, and then you can do whatever you want to do, but I'll teach you the framework to get into that if that's okay. In the meantime, do me a favor. Go buy my book. It's a great gift. Uh, I worked really hard on this thing, the 5-Minute Gratitude Journal for Men. Just go to dailygratitudeboost.com. Ladies, you're going to love it too. Pick that up, and of course, be sure to make sure you're listening on iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio and SoundCloud and all those places we are, and YouTube as well these days. Subscribe on that one so you get the new shows. I'll see you tomorrow.